The Media Minister, Catherine Martin, will face more questions in the Dáil this afternoon around the events leading up to the resignation of the chair of RTE's board, Shuni Rahala, last week. You might remember the minister did an interview on RTE's primetime television programme on Thursday in which she said the former chair had misinformed her on two occasions about the board's role in approving an exit package for a former senior executive. Catherine Martin also declined to say on a number of occasions that she had confidence in Ms Rahala. Her appearance in the Dáil later following nearly three hours of questioning from the Oireachtas Committee on media last night and we heard her tell TDs and Senators that Miss Nirahala threatened to resign if the Minister wrote to her asking her to meet on Friday last. Listening in was our political reporter Sandra Hurley. Minister Catherine Martin has been at the centre of controversy for several days now. She said she had been repeatedly given inaccurate information by RTE's chair Shuni Rahali who resigned after the minister failed to express confidence in her during an interview on RTE's primetime. I think I was pushed on a number of occasions and what I was trying to do my best was not to say I had no confidence. I was trying to keep the door open as much as possible to that meeting on, on the Friday. But the minister added that she had attempted to send the chair a letter before the interview. In this exchange with Fianna Fáil's Christopher O'Sullivan. This, this is not good. I've, I've received inaccurate information on a number of occasions. Um, and it was indicated that I, I would write a letter um, and the, the former chair was not willing to receive a letter. How did that communication happen? Was that Through an, through an official. Phone calls? Okay. Yeah. She wasn't willing to receive a letter. She felt yeah. that, that would, okay, that's and extraordinary. That, Maybe. That's quite problematic from a confidence point of view if, okay. if the chair is unwilling to receive a letter. Sinn Féin's Rory O'Muraku also asked about the letter. So the chair rang the Secretary-General at 2.30? Yeah, <coughs> and she expressed to him her unhappiness at the prospect of receiving a letter from me which would reflect my disappointment. Right, so then it's 2.30 and you know if the letter is sent as far as she's concerned, this is... Which she was stating that she felt, if, if I wrote a letter saying I was disappointed, um, that she would see that as a lack of confidence and she'd have to consider her position. A lack of confidence. RTE's Director General Kevin Backhurst was also present at meetings when inaccurate information was relayed. Members probed why the minister continued to back him. Here's Fianna Fáil's Senator Shane Castles. And if you were misled by the chair, you were misled by the director general, and how can you tonight express confidence in him, given that he was complicit as well? Because the direct line of communication between a minister for media and RTE is the chair of the board. Minister, that's the amazing. provided me with inaccurate information. The and he sat in the room. Me. He sat in the room and listened to that inaccurate information be given to you. Finnegal's Brendan Griffin asked about the department's level of knowledge of changes made to the RTE board's remuneration committee. But it should, shouldn't have been any surprise to you or the department that the exit packages would be subject um, to oversight by the directors arising from those documents. Arising from those documents, yeah. but they, they were received two months after uh, Mr. But, Collins' but, but package. But prior to 10 days ago when you read it in the media about the exit packages having been you know, and, and the involvement of the board. You would have known before that that the terms of reference would have set this out, correct? Well, see, it, it hadn't been clear because we, we only received them two months after the, the yes, package. Yes, but you had so them since November. That's exactly 
But that's exactly why I had to ask the questions last week. What happened? Some of what happened at the Oireachtas Media Committee last night. Sandra Hurley was reporting there. Let's talk to our political correspondent, Paul Cunningham, who's on the line. Paul, the level of detail is a little bit overwhelming at times, but I wonder on the bigger picture, would Catherine Martin's government colleagues be happy with how she did last night? She stuck to what she's been saying since last Thursday. Yeah, I think so. Um, she was calm, she was measured, she was never flustered and she stuck to her guns, as you say. Um, and that's what you really need to do when you're at an Oireachtas committee for more than three hours and questions coming at you um, about all topics um, and sometimes overlapping questions. I mean, some of the sharpest questioning came from coalition TDs and senators, um, as you heard in Sanders' report, um, from people like Shane Castles on questions about what the Director General, Kevin Backhurst, did or didn't know and did or didn't do from Fine Gael's Brendan Griffin on what the department knew um, about changes at RT board level and whether its officials were doing their job. I don't think that Minister Martin convinced people about the merits of going on prime time last night, but she stuck to her line that she believed in transparency and so went wanted to do the interview, even though she was in the middle of a crisis, and believed that she was being fair to the chair of the board in what she said in the interview, even though the chair of the board resigned three hours after the lights went down in studio. And she actually said that her advisers, in effect, told the, the people working on prime time before they went on air that this story or a story was about to break about her being so-called misinformed by the former chair. Yeah, the minister's case was that she wanted to try and keep all of this confidential um, that she now knew that she had been misadvised on two occasions last week by the chair of the board in relation to whether the board had approved an exit payment for the former chief financial officer. Um, but when she was walked through the timeline by Sinn Féin's Rory O'Murahu, um, she said she became aware or was informed by late afternoon in a call from the chair to the secretary general of her department that RT was receiving calls on the issue and by the time she was making her way into studio around nine o'clock on Thursday night, she knew that the cat was out of the bag and that the media now knew about her position. And people like um, Fianna Fáil Senator Timmy Dooley were probing around that. What did her officials tell um, journalists in prime time about this issue? Why did they say anything to prime time about stuff that other journalists knew and why then did she uh, continue to talk about that issue while on air rather than just try and close it down so I think that was a sticky point for her and it was pretty clear from the members of the committee who addressed that point they felt um, that it was misadvised to go in the programme the better thing to have done would have been to pull out of the programme as ministers do from time to time have your meeting with Miss Nirali on Friday with Kevin Backhurst with officials from department get to the bottom of what had gone so wrong and then reach a determination on it but um, she stuck to her view that she had been asked to do the program um, the previous Tuesday and she wants to fulfil her commitments. We know that members of the various committees in the Oireachtas want to know a lot more detail about a lot more exit packages for yes. other senior executives. Now the Minister was also asked a series of questions about a former senior editor in RTE, David Nally. Who is he and what did the chair of the committee want to know specifically? Yeah, David Nally was a former head of current affairs um, who moved out of the division and was appointed editorial advisor um, to RT content. Now, that job wasn't advertised, it was an appointment and then it was suppressed within 18 months, um, which entitled Mr Nally to an exit package. So there was lots of questions about that from the chair, Neve Smith, and it was sort of towards the end of the hearing so we didn't quite get all of the detail onto it. She wanted to know about an investigation which had been conducted into what had been happening in current affairs 
Ireland. She wanted to know how and why Mr Nally had been moved from his role and how and why a, a payment was made. Now, um, we do know from the Minister that she had asked RT's Kevin Backhurst to get on to anyone who'd been given a package and um, see if they were prepared to waive the confidentiality and if they would give um, some information about it. Mr Nally was approached last week by me and others, but he declined to comment. OK, we have a couple of clips just reflecting all of that. Let's hear from the chair of the Oireachtas Media Committee, Neve Smith. So if I were to tell you that not only was that person a new position created for them, that that after a short enough, brief enough stint within the new position of not even two years, that that gentleman leaves the position and again is afforded an exit package. Would you be concerned around that? Well, here's what the minister said in response. Yeah, well, I I think whatever happened there, this is another reason why we need a former DG to to come before committee or to communicate um, in relation to this and shed light on on what exactly happened there. Um, So uh, I can't comment upon upon that if I don't have any knowledge on it. Okay, Uh, well, that's really to my question. So the, the current DG, the former chair, the board, nobody has informed you, given you any information around this particular, uh, because I think that's of huge public interest too. Well, when I, I had no uh, knowledge, it was something that was not notified to my department. Um, I did ask last week about it and um, I was told that for, for legal reasons I, I couldn't get details on anything. Sorry, I'm just going to put you over that. You asked who what last week? In, in the meetings with the, the, the DG and the chair. Yeah. But for legal reasons I... Because, I bet as this you case said, with Mr Nally. About that case, yeah. And you were given no information because of legal reasons? Yes. That's Catherine Martin and Neve Smith. So will there be more questions for Kevin Backhurst on that specifically, Paul? I, I think absolutely um, there's going to be more questions. I mean, we do have an indication of what Mr Barkers is going to say, which is, on the one hand, that um, there are legal constraints. Um, he's not uh, entitled, nor is RT as an organisation entitled to break the law. If someone has um, those rights, then they have to be uh, adhered to, uh, and that he's in something of a bind. And the second thing is that, uh, to a certain extent, Mr Barkhurst has been saying that he was brought in to be an agent of change, that he um, is trying to do that as executive level that does mean um, departures and that on occasions when he has moved out executives um, rather than fighting them through the courts by making such a payment it's actually financially beneficial for RTE to do that. I think that there's a a certain acceptance of that at Leinster House what usually uh, annoys people is the um, the politicians I mean by that is the question of any confidentiality agreements Um, on the question of Mr Nally there's extra issues there as you just heard. And just finally then, Paul, more of the same then for Catherine Martin in the doll later? <laughs> yes, um, she went through, it was supposed to be a three-hour session, Audrey, it ended up being three and a half. There's due to be around 90 minutes of statements in the doll. In other words, she'll make a statement, then opposition politicians will make statements, and then at the end, the minister will reply. But as you get, and people unfortunately will know, is that every time we have one of these hearings, there's always more questions that come out of them. So I think um, her feet will be held to the fire in relation to what her department knew um, because someone like Brendan Griffin of Fine Gael was suggesting that there was clear 
clear, it was clear from the Public Accounts Committee last October that the department knew that RT, the board, the way it was changing and dealing with these executive departures, that changes had been made, that a document was sent through to the department in November. So on that basis, um, what did the department do with that information and why didn't the minister know that changes had happened, that basically this isn't all down to the chair of the board, there's issues and questions for the minister herself. I'd imagine that would be just one of the areas uh, which will people will be asking questions about. Paul, thank you very much. Our political correspondent, Paul Cunningham.